0: Hi, welcome to the Shaker Score Podcast. I'm um, your co-host for this episode. Um, my name is Isaiah Krimis-Parks, and I'm joined here with my um, co-core leader, Brendan Zabanic.
1: Hi, guys. I'm Brendan. I'm a sophomore, and this is my first year in core.
0: All right. And then, um, as I said, my name is Isaiah. I am a junior, and this is my second year in core. Um, and just to give you all an overview of what this kind of podcast and podcast series is gonna be about, um, it's basically going to be our core leaders uh kind of going back and forth, asking each other questions just so people can get to know us um through this kind of weird virtual um setup that we have going on. So like I said, we're just gonna ask each other questions today. Um And just like, these are questions that we genuinely are curious about each other that we haven't necessarily um, gotten the answer for. Um, We're both going to have just some fun questions and then also some more score related questions. So I'm going to ask Brendan some questions first, and then he's going to ask me some questions. And then at the end, we'll have like a little time in case we forget to ask each other questions. So Brendan, you ready?
1: Yeah. Let's do it.
0: All right. All right. So, first off, how are you? Like how are you doing today?
1: I'm pretty good, you know, school's been like stressful and all, but it's been whatever. I mean, make the best out of it. So, it's mm-hmm. been pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's nice that it's warmed up and the sun is out cuz this morning it was not nice. Yeah,
1: it's been raining, and I'm yeah. not here for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm not looking forward to the snow that's going to be coming uh-huh. um soon, but um okay on the topic of uh snow and changing seasons do you have a favorite season
1: um I think my favorite season is I'd say spring um because it's kind of the start of well I really just hate cold weather and spring is like the start of the end of the cold weather and my birthday's in May so my birthday's in the spring and it's just I don't know. I like all the flowers and like the cool vibes. And then the summer's too hot and the fall is too cold. And I feel like spring is just perfect.
0: For sure. Yeah. Spe- on the topic of your birthday, uh, what's, I don't know enough about astrology, but what's your, uh, astral or astrology sign? Uh,
1: well, my birthday is May 6th. So I am a Taurus. Um, I also don't really know anything about it, but I know yeah. I am a Taurus.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cool. Yeah. I don't know anything about it either. People just like to know and I don't understand, but that's all right. Um, All right. Next question. Just, this is a very uh, score question. And you probably heard this last year, Um, but if you're a a raindrop, where would you land and why?
1: If I were a raindrop, I would land, I would say in New York city. Um, I just like really like, the vibes there like I've been there a couple times and it's just like the coolest place and there's so many different types of people and just like everything is there and it's just like the coolest place ever but not Times Square because it's too crowded um but I'd say New York City I just feel like I'd I want to live that one for at least a little bit of my life I want to live in New York City we're just going to manifest that yeah for sure
0: new york is cool uh, new york is too much for me and i definitely can live there but it's definitely a cool yeah place.
1: i really like the fast-paced like vibe of the city i just feel like that's mm-hmm. where i thrive the most
0: yeah you definitely can't live in new york and like be unproductive right that's for sure um okay and then i know you personally and so i know that you're a huge ariana grande fan um So my next question is, what are your favorite Ariana Grande songs? And if if you can pick a favorite, I won't make you. But if you can pick a favorite, what would that be?
1: Yeah, so for those of you who don't know me, I mean, even if you know me a little bit, you probably know this, (laughs) but I have been like the biggest Ariana Grande fan since I was in fourth grade and I'm in 10th grade now. So it's been like six years. Um, and she's just like my ride or die. And I've been, I've been here with her through it all. Um, and okay, this is people ask me this all the time. It's really hard, but honestly, my top, I'll pick a couple. So I think my top three, um, are definitely, I really like Needy and Fake Smile. Those are both from the Think You Next album. Um, and then I really love all of her songs. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and then Goodnight. I'd say my number one, I feel like I can confidently say this, my number one favorite song by her is Goodnight and Go. Um, And I saw, I went to her concert in March of 2019 when she was in Cleveland, and I was, like, in the front row, and she sang that song, like, and I was right there, and it was the most magical thing ever. Um, And so I think that's probably my favorite song and then i'm also really excited for her new song positions it's coming out soon um so like really excited for that Mm -hmm. but i don't yeah i I feel like that is my favorite song but like i don't like picking favorite songs but that is my favorite song
0: yeah yeah i've i listened to sweetener like a like a decent amount i would say right after it came out um and then i've listened to thank you next a, a number of times but not quite as much and I, I like it. It's not my, not my number one. Yeah, I but, think my uh, favorite
1: album of hers is Thank You Next. A hundred percent. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, yeah. Some good stuff. Good pop music. Yes. Um. All right, and then we are now in October, but um in March and like kind of March to I guess May was kind of the end of like the hard lockdown um due to the coronavirus and whatnot and was there something that helped you get through lockdown like mentally or anything anything stick out as something that really helped you um deal with kind of the isolation or Um, Just give us a little insight into what that time period looked like for you. Um,
1: Well, obviously, like, it was a really hard time for everyone. Um, But I think I, so I have two brothers. And so I have, there's five of us in our house. And so there's always, like, a lot going on. And it's always, like, pretty chaotic. And so I think just having my family really, like, this probably sounds so cheesy, but just, like, being with my family for that time just really helped um, because we could all like understand and support each other. And we were all home at first, which was really hard because there were just a lot of us. But I think mm-hmm. just having that company and those people to talk to just really helped mentally just to have interaction.
0: Yeah, for sure. And how many, or sorry, you said you have two brothers. How old? Yeah, are so
1: my older brother. We're recording this on Wednesday, October twenty first. It's actually his birthday. He's turning eighteen today. Um so he's Oh, tell
0: him happy yeah. birthday. Okay,
1: all. I definitely will. Um but yeah, so he's <laughs> a senior at Hawken. Um and then my little brother, he is twelve, he's in seventh grade, and he is at Shaker Middle School.
0: Gotcha. do you guys know if he's gonna go to the high school or is he gonna go to Hawken?
1: Um I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean with the the virus and stuff it doesn't make like the future decisions like oh we have to think about them now yeah i don't know Um, i
1: think it's all kind of still i don't know i want him to go to shaker i hope he goes shaker
0: yeah
1: and my mom actually my mom and my grandpa they both went to shaker so like i'm a third generation shaker student
0: heck yeah yeah definitely um And do you have, like, a favorite pastime, something you like to do in your free time?
1: Um, I'm, like, really kind of, like, I kind of like everything, like, very versatile in that sense. But I think just hanging out with my friends and just being with my friends and my family just, like, always makes me happy just to be with them. Um, And then I also really like listening to music. Like, I always have music on no matter what I'm doing, um, and usually it's Ariana Grande, but I just always <laughs> have music on, and I just love music, and also, like, getting, exploring new artists and stuff. It's just, like, really fun for me.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I always, like, without a doubt, if I, if I can't, I'll have music on. Yeah,
1: I, like, can't um, focus. When I, whenever I do my homework, I need music to focus. It's, like, really weird. yeah.
0: Yeah I'm kind of the same way but I also find myself getting like really distracted by the music because <laughs> I love it so much um and I've also realized like my patterns of like waking up and listening to like rock music uh, might not be the best because <laughs> it's just like eight thirty in the morning and I'm just listening to like these crazy guitars yeah um <laughs> but it's a fun yeah. time um this is kind of a I guess you could call it a weird question. You, It's up for interpretation um, on how you want to uh, interpret it, I suppose. Um, but how do you feel like you express yourself? Ooh,
1: okay, so I'm like, I feel like I'm a very, I'm very like extroverted, and I'm kind of like, if you know me, like I'm really loud and like a big personality. Um, and so I just, honestly, I just, like, do whatever the heck I want and don't really care what people say. So, like, I don't know if that... Like, I guess that's a way of expressing yourself. Like, I just, like, say what I want, kind of whenever I want, and I, like, wear whatever, and I don't know. I'm always, like, different. Like, every year I just, like, kind of mm-hmm. completely change. Um But I just, like do whatever the heck i want and then don't listen to anyone what they say and just yeah
0: yeah good for you yeah i am i'm a pretty introverted person and so i definitely find other ways to kind of be myself but um yeah that's super cool that you can just like be who you are just all the time and like very um or unapologetically yeah. I think that that's super super cool thank you yeah um okay and then I guess that was that was a serious question but here's another more score related serious question um why did you want to be a part of score to begin with
1: well score it's such a cool organization like there's really no other group like this at any other high school like in the country I mean there might be a couple I don't know but there's like nothing that's like as cool as what score is and just like the whole mission of it um and so I've always been really passionate and vocal about what I believe in um when it comes whether it comes to like racial injustice or other social injustices or really honestly anything I believe in I'm just a very passionate person and very like loud when it comes to what i believe in um and so i think my my values line up kind of like exactly with score that everyone deserves equal equality no matter what um and i think just having because a lot of times when it comes to decisions in schools students voices are kind of completely like silenced, and so having this organization that's basically run by students it's just such a cool opportunity and experience to get to do something like that and be a part of something like that. And to know that even if it's not a lot, that what I'm doing is still creating a change and it's still helping the world and helping other people grow and better themselves. Um, and so I just like really like the feeling of that. And I just think it's so cool.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Do you remember, this is just a side question. Um, but do you remember like in fourth and sixth grade and I probably middle school, I assume as well. Um, like the yeah, sport visits, like kind of from the outside as a, um, a younger student who was like observing and yeah, definitely. I
1: remember in fourth and sixth grade and then I did it in seventh grade and eighth grade. I don't know why we did seventh grade, but we did. So, um, In fourth grade, I remember when our teacher was like, okay, next week's score is coming. Everyone will be so excited because it was just, like, all the activities are just, like, fun. And so, we were all just, like, so excited. And I remember, we don't do it anymore, but I remember doing the trust fall um, in fourth grade. Oh, yeah. And it used to be, like, now it's just, like, a circle. But it used to be, like, this, you would completely fall, like, backwards. And then the score, people would catch you. And I just remember it being so fun. And then I was just like, oh, one day I'm going to be in high school and I'm going to come get to do this.
0: hmm Yeah, definitely. I, I also remember just, like, thinking it was so cool. And, like, I think I was also cool when I would know people because my sister was older than me and so – or is older than me. Um. But I, I remember, like, a, like, people she knew would, like, come into the classroom and I could, like – be like oh that's my (laughs) sister's friend um and then just also like I mean I think it's in a lot of ways it's such a great way to get some introduction into um like vocabulary and just all the all the things that you need to kind of navigate um shaker life if that makes sense that sounds pretentious but it's true like just kind of because shaker is like a super unique community in itself I think there are a lot of great things about it, but I also think it arises a lot of issues um, that you have to learn how to um, be able to talk about. Yeah, and I think it's
1: the fact that we start, like you do score in fourth grade, it's because that's kind of when you're at the first grade where you can like really start to understand deeper meanings of things. Um, And so I think just having all these like values kind of taught to you earlier is really helpful because then you'll just, like, grow up believing that. And I think that it's, that's, like, the best way to do it. Because any younger, I feel like it might be too young that they don't really understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, I mean, I wasn't here in fourth grade, um, but, I like, I remember in sixth grade, like, there are bits and pieces that I remember, um, but I think it's just more the whole idea that, like, If parents aren't like talking about it openly at home, there has to be some sort of exposure um, because you're undoubtedly going to have some situation where something comes up where you either don't think something is right, um, but you might not feel comfortable enough to talk about it or speak out about it um, just because you're young and you don't know. So, exactly. it's it's super important just to have like the idea, even if like the full message isn't like getting right. across every time. Yeah. Um, so my next question for you is like, is there a social justice issue that are you you are particularly passionate about? It doesn't necessarily mean that it's like any of them are less important than the other. Just like something that really resonates with you or might. Um, directly affect you um or that you've had more experience yeah so
1: i i believe very strongly in equality for everyone no matter what um but i think that equality like lgbtq plus rights and equality is just really important to me because i know a lot of people and i myself are part of that community um and so i think that's just really important to me and then also racial equality obviously because i have so many friends of different races that it just like to see them underrepresented just makes me it just makes me so mad and so i think just every form of equality honestly um but i think that racial Uh and lgbtq plus are probably like the two ones that i'm most Influ or impacted by,
0: mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and then I think this will be my last question for you, and it's just something that I um thought about. But like, I know for me personally, like, when um, like the death of George Floyd or the murder of George Floyd, rather, um, and Breonna Taylor's case, and just everything that kind of came to a head, um at the end of May into the beginning of June and like the height of the support for black lives matter. Um, and just all the protests, was there anything that maybe stuck out for you? Um, or that like, I don't know, you realized? cause I know that like, for me, I like definitely became like more radicalized, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, I feel like I was a pretty like left leaning person in my views but I think I think that that um made me kind of go even more left just because of my thoughts and feelings about what was going on and what needs to change
1: uh yeah I definitely agree I feel like in the same way as what you just explained I feel like I'm kind of the exact same um because honestly I'm just gonna be honest I wasn't as with all that stuff that happened it just really encouraged me to um to educate myself more and now i know a lot more like factual wise about different laws and different policies i just know a lot more and i'm a lot stronger educated on that stuff which i think really um cuz if you when you dig down deep into those policies it really highlights the systemic racism that is there and that is present and so I think just seeing all of that just really was like kind of mind-boggling like I was just kind of like shocked at how deep it really goes and how just ingrained into the system racism is um and so I think a lot of my beliefs like you said just went a lot more um just kind of a went a lot more left and I think that now i make an effort whenever i see something like if someone reposts something on their instagram story um it's not always true and so now i think i always make an effort to research that into like before i get into like a debate with someone about it to really understand the facts because you can't argue with facts but when someone's wrong like if i was trying to argue with wrong facts then I just kind of sound like an idiot. So I think just it's really showed me how important educating yourself on true facts is and how important that is.
0: Definitely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think that does it for my questions for now. I'm, unless I think of something um, while we're talking, but um, if you want to go ahead and start asking Okay, yeah. some of your so questions.
1: We'll start just the same like how you, how are you today? How have you been?
0: I'm good. I've been busy. Um for people who don't know, I am actually unfortunately moving um to North Carolina um in a little over a month probably. Um so right now it's just been like every little bit of extra time or time that I don't have class, we've been like painting and so currently I'm sitting in a very empty room that doesn't look like my room. Um, I know. Yeah. It's like, it's both like, I'm very, I'm very excited about the move, Um, but it's just like, my walls are completely blank. And um, if you've seen any pictures of my room beforehand, they were (laughs) very, very full. Um, And so it's just, I'm looking at four blank walls right now. Um, So, you know, it's good. It's just kind of a weird time. Um, But, all things considered, I'm doing well. Just trying to make it through online school, which I would definitely agree that it's not yeah. the most fun at all. So okay, yeah. So,
1: if you could have, sit down and have dinner and talk to one person, dead or alive, like literally anyone from history ever, who would it be and why?
0: Shoot. Oh. This is a good question. It used to be for a while it was Donald Glover (laughs) or Childish Gambino, however you know um, him. But that's a really tough question. I think right now, and this is totally just right now, and if I thought about it a little bit more, it'd probably change. Um, But I've been listening to a lot of this band called Fleet Foxes, and uh, um, I watched an interview a few days ago with um Robin Robin Pecknold, who's the group's like um frontman. And he just seems like a really cool, like down to earth type of dude. Um and he's from like the Pacific Northwest. Um and he is like very much the epitome of kind of a folk singer in a lot of ways, like the whole like hiking and kind of outdoorsy type. Um so I think right right now it would be Robin Pecknold. But, like, ask me in, like, 20 minutes. I've and never heard them. I'll have
1: okay. to check them out at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So on the top, since you're on the topic of music, this is a really hard question. I know you're going to have a tough time with this, probably. But what are your top three al- favorite albums of all time? Hold up.
0: I have. Let me pull up this page because I went through and again this changes day to day but the other day i have there's like this website um called never ending chart rendering um and you can like compile all of your favorite albums and this is totally like nerdy of me and um i'm totally cool that it's very nerdy of me um but okay so i have it right here my top three albums All those go from third to first um number 3 is uh Benji by Slim Kilmoon. Um the kind of front person of that group is Mark kozilek um who is funny enough from Massillon, mm-hmm. Ohio of all places. Um but it's very like weird, like eclectic singer-songwriter music and he has like a song on that album that's like 13 minutes or something. Um but I love that album. Uh, My second is Neutral Milk Hotel in the Aeroplane Over the Sea, um, which is roughly based or roughly and and not so roughly based on um, Anne Frank. And kind of it's just it's a really interesting exploration of just like that whole thing. And it has a lot of references to it. Um, And it's just it's super pretty. And then my favorite album of all time right now. And this actually hasn't changed for a while, so I don't think it will. Um, is Teen Dream by Beach House. Um, It's a dream pop album that I just really, really love. It's very, the lyrics are very simple, but um, the music is extremely pretty. To be honest, I've never
1: heard of Um, any of those three artists at all.
0: (laughs) I know. I I think the first one that you would hear about, or that you would have heard about, you probably haven't heard of Chrissy Headdress, so I'm not even going to go there. That's what Um, I was expecting you to say, that, or Igor. Yeah, and it was, Blonde was my favorite for a while, um, because, like, I think of all my favorite albums, it's the one that I've listened to the longest, um, because I've, like, I I wasn't there in, like, 2016 when it came out, but I think, like, the year after, um, just because I was a little bit older, I got really into that album and it's still i mean it's top eight so it's really good um and i love that album with all my heart igor's igor's really good and i love it but it's like i don't know
1: yeah. it's in the teens wow. it's not
0: so high up it's not it's not quite to 20s but um yeah i listen i like because of uh quarantine i've had a lot of time to listen to music and find like weird music that i like yeah, a I lot that. i always um, see like so,
1: you yeah. have to like most random music taste and it's like really weird but like i love it
0: yeah no it's it's one of my favorite parts about like this sounds like super narcissistic but it's one of my favorite parts of my personality is just like how like weird my music taste is because like like i have uh miles davis on this list but i also have like kids see ghosts and then i have like this post-rock album um so it is very all over the place um but I really enjoy it. My sister, we were driving in the car one time, and she was like talking about my music taste and how it was just like so all over the place, um, and it was like scaring yeah. her. I love that original. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. so my next question is, what color do you think your aura is?
0: I would say an earthy green or like a forest green um that or like brown but I don't want to say brown because I think that's like thought of as like an ugly color and would be weird to like I like say I see the,
1: the green color um I like kind of that's what I was thinking too for you to be honest
0: yeah yeah I mean green is my favorite color definitely but um I don't know I really like plants it's because I'm looking at plants right now but I really I really do love being outside um when I can and like biking around and just like looking at trees and being like oh my gosh it's so pretty um yeah but yeah so I, I probably agree. see
1: um so from in that lockdown period like when we were full quarantined, what do you think was one good thing that came out of it for you like what was one like realization or like epiphany moment that like really kind of inspired you or really anything good that came out of it?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think like as awful as it was and still kind of is, because I'm still pretty much inside all the time. Um, there were like a lot of good things I feel like, but I think kind of the number one, that sticks out for me, um, has probably just been the whole like social aspect of it because I went from seeing people every single day, um, who people who were like good friends of mine and people who weren't. Um and so I think that it made me realize, like kind of in that time, like who I really, really valued as like as friends of mine, if that makes sense. Um just because, like, I, I mean, I, like I said, I am a pretty introverted person um, from the outside looking in. But uh, I think that I was able to kind of reassess and um, kind of think about just like the people who I really wanted to around, surround myself with. Um, and I don't mean that in like a shady way or anything, like all the people I, I choose to hang out with are really, um, super awesome individuals. But I also think that that time, um, was really good to figure out like, who am I really missing seeing right now? Um, and that has also been like extremely helpful in this whole like moving process. Cause I already kind of figured that out. And so I can not have to worry about like figuring out like, who do I really want to be able to stay in touch with? Um, so Yeah, I think I think the friends aspect of it was probably. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so
1: important. I feel like a lot of people kind of went through something similar, Um, and I think that was really, it really kind of showed like people's true colors. This whole situation. Yeah, love that. Mm -hmm. So, um, moving on to like the more score, like serious questions. What made you want to try out and be a part of Score?
0: Um, I mean, I think, so for context, I used to live, um, in Utah in like the suburbs of Salt Lake City. Um, and for those who don't know, Utah is a very, um, white Mormon place. Um, very kind of, I mean, not, not Salt Lake City now, um, but kind of the outskirts and the rest of Utah's really pretty conservative, um, just due to the presence of Christianity and, um, Mormonism. And so I think that the paradigm shift that I had when I moved to Cleveland was super huge. And my parents, um, were very open with me about like just what was going on in the world, but I never got that kind of firsthand, um, I don't know, aspect or realization of everything, um, until I moved here. And so I think when I was here, I was able to kind of educate myself on inequality. And, um, like I said, like in sixth grade when, um, score came to my classroom and then in eighth grade and I think seventh grade, they did it then too. Um, but I, I remember enjoying it and I, I think it was always something that I wanted to be a part of. Um, and so I think that's what, that's what made me try out for score in the first place. Um, and then, uh, at the end of freshman year, it was was when we had like core tryouts. Um, when I got in is, um, I, I really was looking for kind of that next step in being involved, um, and educating myself because, um, I'm sure you can probably see this already, but just the amount of like information that goes into your brain during score, like the core meetings is just wild. And just like pulling from more people in a a more intense and focused way. um, I think you get a lot of different um, ideas and opinions um, and a lot more information of just stuff that you aren't aware of. It doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. It's just, not where your news is or not what you're looking for um and so i I think that that's what led me to core specifically is just that want to um be a part of it more and also just hear more if that
1: definitely i think that's really i agree with you um it's just such a cool organization and being a part of it's just been super cool so far so is there a social injustice that you are kind of more interested about or, like, anything in that way?
0: Um, I mean, I think I'm probably going to agree with you in a lot of ways about what you said, um, uh, like, with yours. Um, I definitely think that racial injustice is a huge thing, um, and I think that my view of it has kind of been, um, a little bit different than others just because I don't identify as just white, but I also am definitely not black because my, my father is white and my, um, mom is Latinx. And so I, I identify as Latinx, um, when you like click those questions on like the doctor's form or whatever, um. And so I think you kind of get, I I get a mix of, like, this is, like, there are certainly things that I have to face as a a part of not, like, appearing as white. Um, But there's definitely, like, parts of white privilege and male privilege that I definitely um, benefit from. But I think that the whole, um, like, the height of the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff it really caused me to think critically of where I fit in as um, as a person of color, but also as a, an ally and somebody who, um, who really needs to step beyond themselves and think about it from an outside perspective. Um, so I think I think in that way, I think racial injustice has been super super important to me, and again, with moving, it's just been a total wake-up call on living in. A place like shaker where you really can see um racism play out on a kind of micro scale instead of seeing just these like separate neighborhoods um because everybody's going to school in the same place so i think that that's a huge thing for me i also think that um lgbtq plus rights are a huge thing for me i identify as bisexual um and so i think that that and then just um the whole like both that's super important to me but i also think the like people of color in that community are so are super disenfranchised sometimes and kind of alienated um and so i think that there's a lot of work to be done beyond what um just the just is lgbtq rights i think there's there's still um uh, like inequality just between like white people who identify as gay or trans or bisexual or lesbian and then um, people of color who identify, so I think that that LGBTQ rights but also specifically people of color um, who exist in that circle, um I think that that's a super important thing to be thinking about now as kind of it's more unanimously accepted as, like, okay. um, I think there's definitely a lot of work to do Um, there.
1: You kind of said that perfectly, honestly. And I feel like those issues just aren't talked about as much. And it's just so, like, Mm -hmm. insane and, like, kind of crazy that it's just kind of because gay marriage is legal. Everyone just thinks everything is perfect and it's a perfect world. But like, no, it's not.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and I also think, like, oddly, I am gonna bring TikTok into this. Um, but oddly, like, TikTok has kind of shown me that, like, just because there is so many dang people on that app, like that, just like people are still like very homophobic, and it's really such an issue. Um, and I mean, I even think you can relate, kind of, the white people versus, like, people of color um, aspect of that into kind of the white feminism and then, like, people of color feminism and what that means um, and how they're very, very related but there are still discrepancies that you have, kind of have to think about and um, make sure that you're not just advocating for yourself but you're advocating yeah, for others definitely. who you relate um,
1: to. I definitely agree. Um, and so then... My last question, since you are leaving and moving away, and we're all going to miss you, but we're all excited for wherever life takes you <laughs> in North Carolina, um, what has been your mm-hmm. biggest takeaway or your biggest lesson learned from your time here in SCORE and in CORE?
0: Um, I, think, I think I have two things. The first one is just the value of education um, and how much that really can do um, for your own brain and the people around you and the people who um, you can affect in positive ways. I think I've seen that a lot just with. With me educating myself more, I've been able to help others educate their, themselves more um, and kind of have open discussion with my close friends who may not may not be as knowledgeable or come at it from a different perspective and find a, a common ground and an understanding. So I think education is super key and just like it's always good to learn more and you never know enough um, or, or you, you can like you never know enough and you can not keep learning. Um, so I think that, and then also, I've really loved core for the community aspect of it, the score and core, but specifically core um just because it's such a tight knit group of people, and i like many of my now best friends um weren't my best friends like a year ago, like um I was even thinking about just people who like kind of around this time is when you kind of start feeling like comfortable. And I know it's been super weird, um, for you, especially just on, uh, zoom meeting people instead of like being in a basement. Um, but like what you kind of start feeling comfortable and like being able to talk to people who are older than you. Um, and I think that that was super cool for me as a sophomore, just like, being like, oh, these seniors, like, actually want to be friends with me and, like, talk to me. That's super cool. Um, and so I, I think that was a huge part of it. Just, like, I can think of many relationships that I have with people that definitely wouldn't have been there or wouldn't exist without um, CORE. Yeah, so I, think that that's I definitely super
1: cool agree with what you're saying. Like, I've only been a part of CORE for, like, a couple months. But, like, even though it's only been a couple months, I feel like mm-hmm. I've just gotten close with honestly like everyone in it really and it's just so it's such like a cool Mm -hmm. thing like I don't know how else to describe it it's just like Mm -hmm. cool and it's like yeah
0: and it's yeah it's such a safe space too like I think that that's why it's so cool is you know that like even if you disagree with somebody it doesn't mean they're gonna like go tell the world or like and it, I th- also think it's easier to approach people in that way because you know that there's a mutual trust and understanding that um, yes. things are going to be kept here. Um, and so I think it's easier to make friends that way just because you know that nobody's going to, yeah. I don't know, cr- cross you if that makes sense. But um, I, I think it's a super safe space and I think it allows
1: yeah you, um, some
0: really good relationships. And we're
1: all going to miss you. We're all so sad so. that you're leaving us. Mm-hmm
0: yeah it's it's gonna be tough i'm definitely sad too um but i mean you all will be fine without me and i definitely will like be texting you all for like progress updates and seeing what's happening just as like a as a curious person just like your your weird friend in north carolina that's gonna be texting you what are you guys doing in court um but yeah so um yeah well thank you all for listening um and you will be hearing from other um, core leaders and co-core leaders um, like ourselves in the coming weeks. And we hope this all works out and it provides some insight into who we are as people, because it can definitely be kind of weird being like, oh, this is my core leader. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you it, was, too. it was good to talk to you, Brendan.
1: Really enjoyed this.